I anticipated not having a lot of time, so I do not have a full-on 45-minute message, which would take us way past our normal time. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit on just a, sh- a short piece of scripture, but I wouldn't be true to myself if I didn't create some... If you don't know anything about me, I'm... I'm uh, I don't know if you, an activator is the right word, but I love, I love mentoring and discipling people and to do that, usually what you do is you give people homework or things to do that are actually practical that will change your life. And so you can hear a message, a sermon, a teaching, but oftentimes what I love to do is equip people to actually live their faith out, actually, uh, that'll actually deepen their understanding, their heart with God. And so one thing I like to tell people is, is to uh, camp out in a psalm or in a scripture for like a month or two. Uh, how many of you have ever done that before? You just camped out. Raise your hand. It's like some of you guys are just like, I open the, I open the word, and whatever the Lord's speaking to me, that's where I go. <laughs> um, but honestly, I really encourage you. It's one thing I've been doing late this, uh, ever since January. I've been in Psalm 23, and um, it's a fairly popular psalm. And at first I was like, this, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. But it's proper reason, apparently. It's been feeding my soul, and so I've been, I've been just going through it literally for, what, seven months now. And so if you're ever someone that has a hard time knowing where to read in the Bible, start, maybe start in Psalm 23. And, um, and you can read it through, or you can do kind of like what I do, is I just kind of take every line, and I just, I just start with, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then I stop there, and I just think about that. The Lord is my shepherd. He's a good leader. He just leads me. A shepherd goes out in front. A shepherd, like, oh, Lord, you are leading me through places. Today, I'm not sure what my world looks like today, God, but you are leading me places. And then I go, and I shall not want. I shall lack no good thing. There's nothing, Lord, that you withhold from me that I need. And so I can trust, God, that whatever I'm walking through today, I shall not want. That if I'm, if I'm low on finances, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So stuff like that. Make sense? <laughs> Do you get that? Okay, so I want, but I wanted to dial in. I wanted to dial into, um, um, if you have your Bible, you can get it out. Um, Psalms 23.10. No, Psalm 23.5. Um, oh, my Bible. Hold on. Thanks. Okay, Psalms 23.5. I'm going to open it up to it. All right, I told you it wasn't going to be very long. I need to be true to my word. Uh, uh, as, I write, as, I, as I create messages, I'm keenly aware that a lot of my messages are about walking through trials lately. And uh, I, I don't know why that is, but it's just, it's just something I'm in, I've, been, I've been thinking about a lot and walking through battles. So I kind of have this label as walking through battles part 16. Um, and so... If you're like, oh, is he going to talk about walking through battles again? I'm like, yeah, I am. Um, I just, I got to be obedient with what God's given me and where he leads me. And so I don't know if you guys, I, your battle could be muscular or it could be giant. It doesn't matter. This is going to be good. All right. You guys ready? All right. Let's read Psalm uh, 23 to 5. I'm going to start in 4 just because it's it's, I think it's a good precursor. It says this. Um, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Say, for you are with me. Say it again. Say it again. 
for you are with me. You know, by the way, there's, there's, there's a, I remember reading an author that talked about the Psalms and, 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 and how different in poetry and poetic times you can actually figure out where the key phrase is in a, in a, po- in a poem or a psalm. And so they worked through a lot of these, the, uh, the psalms and found some of the key, key phrases. And oftentimes it's, it's the exact middle line in the psalm that is like the key, the key line. And you know what the middle phrase of Psalm 23 is? For you are with me. A beautiful. So the whole thing. The whole thing as we look at, you know, it's, it starts off, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, leads me by quiet waters, restores my soul, and he guides me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. And then it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. So if you take nothing else from this, it's, this, it's that David wanted us to know that the height of his walking through trials, that the thing that he remembers the most, if you said, King David, what do you remember most? What would you tell me to do, to think about when I'm walking through a trial? And he'd probably say, just know that you don't walk through it alone, for he is with you. All right, let's keep going. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And here's verse 5, what we're going to look at. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup overflows. So let's go back. So we're, he starts off with even though, so he's talking about walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I heard one preacher say, uh, if you ever walk through the valley of the shadow of death, just know it's only a shadow. I don't know if that's true or not. I think David actually said he's walking through a really dark place. But I like to think, too, maybe it's just a shadow. But, but where he's walking through these hard things, your rod and your staff, they come from me. And he says something really interesting. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Think about that. Think about it. you're walking through a trial. Maybe you've got some giants. Maybe David, David fought some giants. He ran with giant killers. I, I, I was thinking about this. You, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And I think about, I think about I, what, who are my enemies? Who are my enemies in my trials? Well, I'll tell you what some of my enemies are. My enemies are my thoughts. Are your thoughts, do, you ever, do your thoughts ever feel like they're against you? Like you wake up and you're like, it's not going to be a good day today. <laughs> right, Anders? <laughs> he amen me, so I, I'm not just picking on him. Listen, our, th- our thoughts can be our enemies. So you don't need tangible like flesh and blood people coming against you, or that you might have some of that too. But we, we, we have all sorts. The, the devil's coming after us. And by the way, the devil's not the only enemy out there. Sometimes it's our past tries to remind us our insecurities are trying to hold us down. Sometimes you're, you, the, the discourager comes after you. So even though, so he sets a table in the presence of our enemies. But I love that, I love that he sets a table for us. So here's what I, I want to kind of paint the picture for you. So God, he, he says, he, he takes you and he, and, he, and he sees that you're going through a trial, okay? And so what does he do? Does he, does he take your enemies away and defeat them? No, it's not what it says. 
He actually leaves. He, he says, listen, I, I see all those enemies. I see that you're surrounded. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to get rid of your enemies. I'm not going to get rid of the trial. I'm not going to get rid of the hard place that you've been walking through. What I'm going to do is I'm going to set a table before you. And when I think of the table before you, I think about why would God set a table for you? It's like a, he's setting a meal before us. Can you imagine? You ever watch cooking shows? We've been watching a lot of cooking shows. By the way, I think the School of Chocolate is by far the best one so far, if you haven't seen it. There's a lot of really bad ones out there that I have to watch because my kids like them. Um, but these baking shows, they, they do these, these, it's like a contest to see who can make the most extravagant meal. Sometimes, there's even one out lately, it's like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, it's on, I think it's on Netflix, it's, it's like, who can make the best meal out of leftovers? <laughs> like, I can't watch that. Um, that sounds horrible. Um, because your, your leftovers are different than my leftovers. So don't even try to put us on the same plane here, folks. But if you can think about what kind of meal would the Lord set before you? If the Lord could cook a meal, do you think it'd be a feast? I think about the feast. I think about the feast, and I think about the kind of, the kind of food the Lord would put before you. Even, there's one time where he says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you can have no part in me. So the Lord is, I think there's a part of him that he sets himself before you, that he is the feast that he wants to put in front of you. I get this impression that the Lord is saying, listen, I'm, even though you're walking through a, a trial and a battle, I'm going, to, I'm going to take your attention off of your battle and put it onto me. And not just me, but a feast. One of my love languages is food. Okay, I have some friends of mine that were having a really bad time. And they, I, know that, I know one of them liked pokey and the other one did not. The other one like curry. So I literally went to two different restaurants so that I could bring them what they really wanted. Because I just feel like the Lord's going to set a table before them in the presence of really bad circumstances. It better be pokey and curry, you know? And so I, I want, what I want you guys to grab here is that the Lord, the Lord wants you to be more excited about the feast that he set before you than the trial that you're walking through. You know how often this probably happens? I think it's every single trial you walk through. Every trial, every battle you walk through, you have the option to feast, to, to pay attention to, to consume the fear, to, to consume the, the lack, the, um, the, 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 the limitations, or you can choose to feast on the Lord. And so here's what I want to do. What is, what are, just, just for time, I don't really want to keep talking about this. I think you guys get it. But I want you to know, I, I, there's, a, there's a key here in not just getting through the trial. I don't know if you know this, but God actually doesn't need you to get through the trial as much as he needs you to know him. He, he doesn't need you to fix your relationship with someone as much as he wants you to become like Jesus. And so when we walk through trials, can I, can I help us take our mind, our focus off of getting out of the trial and get it more on the idea of Jesus, what are you calling me to feast on? Or maybe even Jesus, what are you calling me to become in this trial? 
And so, you know, sometimes we get solutions-oriented. How many of you guys love to create solutions? Maybe you want to create solutions for the people around you. And maybe you're one of those people when someone says, hey, I've got a problem. You don't really want to listen to the problem. You want to tell them the solution. But, but I'm telling you, the, the Lord is not so much concerned about the solution. He's more concerned about you sitting at the table and feasting on Him. Because He wants to set a table before you. In the presence of all of that going on. And you might not think that's a very kind thing to do. But from his perspective, his feast is way better. And way more, it's way more fascinating than it is the, the lies that are trying to be told to you. Amen? Here's what I want to do. I want to, I want to, act, I want to do a little activation, okay? So when I say, I'm, I'm, I, I love the, the concept of he sets a table before you, but I actually believe that the, the Lord is actually fairly, he wants us to know what we're feasting on. I think the Lord actually will oftentimes tell you what to feast on in some of these moments, okay? And I don't think it's supposed to be ethereal, Right? I'm going through a battle. I'm going to feast. And you're like, like, oh, Lord, it's so good. I don't know what I'm eating. But it's, I, I feel like the Lord wants us to actually know what we're feasting on. Um, I think he gave the Israelites manna. And, I think he, and he gave them water. And he gave them. So I think we're called it. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to ask you guys to think about something in a minute. And then I'm going to have you share it with someone next to you. Okay? You guys okay? We can do this? All right. Here's what I'm going to do is I want you to. I want you to. How many of you guys can think of a trial you're walking through right now? It could be a tiny one. It could be a big one. Just let me, give me a nod when you think you got it in your head. Give me a little nod. Got it. Nod. Nodding. Nodding. Good. Yes. Tirbasos. They're too good. I love it. They're, they're, they're on their way to Maui. There's no, there's no trial right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, okay. So grab something. Hold on. And, and it, you know what? It could just be like, I just want to feast on you anyway, Lord, without a trial. But here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you a couple examples of what you might feast on. But I don't want to limit to this. If the Lord wants to speak to you, that's beautiful. But I hear some examples, things you could feast on in the midst of a trial. You could feast on Scripture. You could literally read through Psalms 23. You could read through, um, honestly, lately I've been in um, Psalm 16, um, and I have it on my phone. It says, you make known to me the path of life. So simple, but I tell you, man, I just... When I'm going through moments and I'm just not sure what to do next, I just stop and I say, God, you've made known to me the path of life. Like, I don't know what to do next, but you've, you've put the path of life in front of me. And then my mind instantly goes to that whole thing of like, that, you know, it says, um, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. And it says that, give us this day our daily bread. And so my mind starts to just process through the path of life. It's, it's a daily thing. You're just going to give me the path just one step at a time. And I start to process. So, so scripture might be something that you could feast on. Okay, and you can take 20, Psalm 23, Psalm 16. Um, you could worship. Worship could be your feasting. Um, some of you guys just naturally go to worship. It could be celebration. That when you're feeling attacked and you're feeling overwhelmed, you could just move to celebration. God, I just celebrate my fam. I just celebrate my friends right now. I'm so thankful that we're about to go on a trip. I'm just trip I just came on. I'm so thankful for I'm just celebrate these kids that are up here. So celebration, gratefulness could be one. Just finding a bunch of little things to be grateful for. Uh, you could even you could even feast on serving others. 
you're walking through a trial, maybe your feast is finding someone to serve. And that'll get your mind off any giants too, won't it? I, I didn't put it on here, but you could also be just generosity. I tell you, if you're walking through a battle, you might just try just giving money away. Just start being generous and see just kind of little explosions happen around you. All right. So you guys, you guys got something in your head? I'm going to pray for us. I'm just going to ask the Lord just to pick one for you or whatever it is in this time, in this season. Um, and it changes, right? It can change. So I'm going to pray right now and ask him to speak for you. If, if you just wanted this left off of your heart, that's great too. And then we're going to share it. So Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have set a, a table before us, a feast, God, that you've called us to be more impressed with the feast in front of us, God, than the, than the, than the things around us that are coming against us, the, the enemies, the trials, Lord. And so, Lord, we just, I pray you just, you'd highlight something right now to each one of us to feast on, Lord. And I, and I pray it'd be for a week, a month, a year, whatever feeds us, God. And so just right now, just sit and just let something, let your heart kind of jump. Maybe, maybe you already have it, and that's beautiful. All right, you guys got it? You guys got it? It could just be the beginning of it. You may not even know what to do with it yet, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to begin to, just, just take, I don't know, it could be 60 seconds, 30 seconds, share it with someone next to you because by sharing it, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make it a little bit more real and it's gonna feel like, oh, I'm actually gonna do this now. You guys ready? All right, go ahead and share it with someone right now. Take a second and turn to the, behind you, in front of you. I don't know what it looks like. And my look at so what I am feasting on is this. You guys are really sharing. Okay, give you like, give you a little bit more, a little bit longer. All right, you guys, you guys got it? All right, now you guys just planning dinner plans. All right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Awesome. Hey, guys, honestly, I can't stress this enough, you guys, that God... If it's weird to say, he wants to use every trial to his benefit. Every trial he wants to use to his benefit. And so, honestly, guys, when we feast on him, we become like him. And uh, I'm excited for what God's going to form in you guys. Let me pray for us. Can I get the prayer team up here? We're just going to close out. So if you're part of the prayer team, um, man, every week we got amazing things happening. We'll get a few people up here. Father, Lord, I thank you for today, God. Put your hand on your heart real quick. Just put your hand on your heart. Join me. 
Lord, we just we commit our hearts to you, Lord, tonight. I pray that you would show us how to feast. Lord, I, just, I pray that we would get better one day at a time of walking through trials, Lord. That if we used to be down and downcast for weeks at a time, soon we're going to be down for only days at a time and soon for only minutes at a time, Lord. And so, Elias, I thank you, Lord, that as we look to you, God, as we seek first your kingdom, we feast. Lord, you give us all things, God. All things will be added unto us, Lord. So we just love you, Lord. Father, we love you. Amen. Amen. All right, come on, get to prayer if you need it. Say hello to somebody. If, if you haven't met somebody, gosh, I encourage you, just go up to them and say hello. How are you? And uh, you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week. Um,